final destination. All skills on. No odd job. Slappers only. Rally ho! You're listening to Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast. I'm Jordan, and we got Max in the house once again. Hello! Max, how are you doing this week? I'm doing well. Um, I've just been kind of basking in the kindness you've exhibited to me by choosing a wonderful JRPG to talk about this week, and and I think objectively, the best Final Fantasy game. I, I saw the video where the funny, the funny YouTube man of Pro, D, Pro ZD... Sungwon uh, Cho slipped uh, the Final Fantasy series creator $100 to get him to say that this is the best Final Fantasy. Mm, and, yeah, from uh, the mouth be- of Sakaguchi himself. You can't argue with that, He said it was folks. the best one, so you can't deny that this is the best one in the series. Uh, and we're talking about Final Fantasy nine. Nine of them. Nine of them? They made nine. They just kept going, didn't they? It's wild to think... Not to immediately stop talking about Final Fantasy IX, uh-huh. and also to count, but it's wild to think that this is the this is the game that came out before Final Fantasy X. And I, I know, know that that statement I know that that statement on its own is really stupid sounding. <laughs> sure, but I can't believe I can't believe Call of Duty Two came out before Call of Duty Three. But like <laughs> the differences between those games. Oh, I know. And and uh, why don't we talk about this game a little bit? Uh, and our our histories with it. Uh, uh-huh. I'll start. I you know me. I don't like JRPGs at all. No. Um, and to be honest, to be honest, I don't like this JRPG that much. But <laughs> that's not because that's not that's just because I don't like the genre. Um, and I I'll I'll upfront say that I played about seventy five percent of this game. I think I played around to the end of disc three, uh, uh-huh. and then the game got very hard, and I and I just said. Eh. But I know how I know the story. I know how it ends, uh, and that is way more than a JRPG usually holds me. Uh, and the gameplay is whatever, as as every JRPG is, and I'm sure it, it, it is an ATB system Final Fantasy on the PS1. You know what you're getting into. It's not pleasurable to play, <laughs> uh, but that I don't think is what people love. About. I don't think people like Final Fantasy IX because of the the gameplay, particularly. I think they like Final Fantasy IX because it has a great. It's just got it's got a lot of charm. It's got a good story. It's got good characters. The characters I think are my favorite part. Uh, they it, really. Th- this has like when you think about like cast of Final Fantasy, you think of Final Fantasy fifteen. You think of Final do Fantasy. You? Yeah, they're just boys. They are I just boys. I do. I, I do. But do do final? You're a Final Fantasy fan. Is that what you think of? I mean, be honest. I'm a Final Fantasy fan who has good opinions, so yes, because okay. 15 okay, was good. good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, and 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 sort of to go back on what you mentioned about uh, Pro ZD handing Hironobu Sakaguchi a Chris Benjamin. This actually is his favorite Final Fantasy. He said that like like on record, which is kind of funny. Um, this it's game, a good game. It also here's things that I really like about it. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey. Uh, number one for a a PlayStation 1 ass video game on the PlayStation 1. It looks great. Yes, yeah, it's th- very this game nice came game. out like near the end of the PS1's life cycle, so they really knew how to sort of wring all the juices out of the system. And I think the biggest point for Final Fantasy 9 is that unlike uh let's say Final Fantasy 7, I don't know as much about Final Fantasy 8. I couldn't tell you anything about it. But Final Eight's Fantasy 7, you would hate 8. 
7 came out on the P- same console, right? Yeah. Same hardware. Uh, but the models in Final Fantasy 9 are, like, it, it's not even the models. I shouldn't say that. You know how in 7, uh, all the characters are, like, little Lego people until you're yeah. in, like, a cutscene and then they become, like, low-poly anime men? They hit their growth men. They have, they become teens. They go from, mm-hmm. like, Muppet babies to just regular Muppets. Bro, we are teens, uh, yeah. Uh, in Final Fantasy IX, they always look like Muppet Babies, and I yeah. think that that is, like, the best thing about that game, is that it's just the character designs are all, they're very cartoony, they're very short, they're squat, they're cute. They're chibi. Uh, they're little chibi. They're not, I wouldn't say they're chibi, but they're just little guys. It's like, some of the characters look really natural, being that kind of, like, shrunken yeah. down. Like, you look at Zidane, and you're like, yeah. You look at Vivi, you're like, yeah. You look at Steiner, and you're like, what happened to him? <laughs> No, I look at Steiner and I just clap because, you know. <laughs> I love, when I posted the questions post uh, for this episode, it was uh, an image. It was, like, the first time you see Steiner in, like, one of the first CG cutscenes when he's, like, looking over at Princess Garnet. And he's uh, got, like, this, he's got his, like, fucking eyeliner on. Yeah, and, like, half people in Discord who hadn't, like, seen the game were like, does this game look like this? Yeah, it <laughs> It does. does. I that's the that's that's what I'm saying though. I like when it goes to the pre-rendered cutscenes, which are beautiful, by the way. They, they look are so great. gorgeous. The animation of this game is incredibly good. The the characters in the cutscenes, which which are are fairly frequent, they're not like you get one every fucking six hours. They they show up, especially at the beginning of the game. So yeah. expressive. It's just it's just a a really nice. It's just a cartoon, mm-hmm. uh, like a really nice cartoon, and I I think that's really great. Uh, the world is is nice. I think, unlike most of the other Final Fantasy games, they really leaned into the fantasy more than the final. If that <laughs> may, like, it's not all like weird cyberpunk shit anymore in this one. Yeah, no, they they do a really really good job with the world and the sort of like mythos of the game where. More so than a lot of the other Final Fantasies, you really get a feel. You 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 feel like so much of the. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. The world feels like so much more of a fleshed out place than most other Final Fantasies because you kind of get to go to all these other kingdoms and lands. Yeah. And like th- the map is constantly being like, and there's an entire other continent you haven't even been to or heard about yet. Like it does yeah, a really world, good job of like you you learn the world as you play. The world has there's a sort of sense of culture to it. There's mm-hmm. politics in this. Uh, I don't want politics in my Final no. Fantasy, but there's like there's like wars that happen, uh, and I think that's really really good and i the game also explores themes uh, uh that that feel way out of the like <laughs> out of the ballpark of of this of the game that is this way right like uh i mean everything with the black mages is just very existential oh and my very God, upsetting yeah. uh and and challenging content for for a game like this so I think they really went for it and it's cool. It's, it's a really, it's a really interesting game. Uh, I think it, it also starts to go kind of nutty near the end around when you go to, uh, oh, what's that city called? You know, the one, the, 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 the place where you get the actual like plot of the, the bad guy and of the main character and stuff. Yeah. It, it fucking, the, the game, I think that's my favorite things about it. The game just like, completely goes fucking hog wild on like by the way uh hollow earth n- half the people in your party aren't real etc 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 yeah so i think you just i just think that the story works really well i think the characters are are all incredibly likable and they all ha- except for amaranth and then they all go through their own arc uh mm. which is good i i they grow as people relatively quickly too like 
it isn't just like Steiner uh, is one of my favorite characters just because he's uh, got a big fat dump truck ass. And also he, mm-hmm. uh, he learns that it's not cool to be a cop, which is fun. Yeah, he got better. He got better. He's I, a, I, <laughs> it's Steiner's arc is the only good cops are the one that quit the ones that quit. Yeah, it, it, it's textual. I, I love how uh, Final Fantasy nine, they do these kind of like motivational posters for every character that mm-hmm. kind of it's like it gives you a word and then it gives you like a quote that's just like you, you see you see Zidane and it says virtue you don't need a reason to help people and it kind of encapsulates you know what their characters are like Zidane is such a prick and I kind of like him though he's, he's kind of a weird a, rude monkey boy he's kind of rude and he's kind of a shithead but also I can't help but smile when he gets owned and everyone hates him for his antics mm-hmm like, you know, um, you see Steiner says, Dilemma, having sworn fealty, must I spend my life in servitude? Uh, and, of course, the most important sort of character quote of all that stuck with everyone who's <laughs> ever played the game, Queen Quen, indulgence, I do what I want, you have problem? Queen uh, Quen was the original troll face. Queen is the original troll face. And then, of course, Vivi, and then, of course, Vivi's uh, poster says, Ah! Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, no! <laughs> Vivi's poster is, oh, God, oh, fuck, it's so terribly real. Oh, my God! Oh, I what? love Vivi. I love it. Like Vivi is took... one of the one of the most upsetting video game characters ever created. I can't. I can barely deal with. Like I love Vivi so much, and it hurts how much I love Vivi. It it hurts to experience Vivi's storyline. It's it horrible. Really it's it's one of the most. He's possibly one of the most depressing video game characters of all time because you have to remember that he's just a little guy. He's just a little guy. He has to go through so much. Like, like he, from almost like the very beginning of the game, Vivi's like before the, the game is, b- before the game even starts. Vivi is being handed L after L by the I entire know. world. Like, like with Vivi, he he talks all about his grandpa, and then you get the flashback where you realize his grandpa is a coup that just wants to fucking eat him. Mm-hmm. Like. Nothing ever goes right for this perfect little man, this perfect <sighs> little guy. The only God gives ex- his hardest the, battles to his strongest soldiers. The only pleasurable experience in Vivi's entire brief existence was getting to take a nice piss with his best friend Zidane. <laughs> <laughs> that did happen. It did happen. Play it the did game. happen. Play the game. Uh, other things I really like about fi- uh, about 15? Yeah, fuck it. We're talking about 15. <laughs> I like the car. I like, uh, there's a uh, sexy lady, uh, she's pretty funny, you can make the car look like the sexy lady. Uh, okay, uh, I really like the, uh, I don't like active time battle, because who the fuck does? Shut up, Max, don't say anything. Uh, but I do like, I do like the active time events. Yes! those are really cool, and they're, I mean, they're basically nothing, like, they're, they're, they're basically just cutscenes, but, uh... It's, it's just a like be... you can choose to watch if you want. Why would you not, though? I but know. Yeah, it's I, just like it's it's so funny playing the game. Like you know, because I y- you might call me a freak for doing this, but like I did start replaying the game because I saw it on sale on Switch. So like, yeah, it's been so long since I played this well, game. Fine. And, like, it's a, it's it's fine. It's, and on the Switch, you can you can uh, you, you have can the do modes time that speed make, up. you can do time speed up and make your make it really easy to grind. So it's not yeah. a horrible chore to play the game. And it's just so funny, like, active time events, they're kind of touted as this cool, not even, not revolutionary, but it's like, hey, it's this cool system we, system we implemented where, like, you press select when the game tells you to, and you can see another scene happening at the same time. It's just, like, so funny that that just wasn't part of the cutscene, you know? I mean, I like it because it just gives the sense that, like, 
un- unlike in most games where when you're uh, like most RPGs with a party in it, where when you're not either your party is just glued at the hip to your to your player character, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, think of like Yakuza Seven, uh, yeah. you know, or when your party is not uh, there, it's because they have been you know absorbed into your pants and they don't exist outside of battles and cutscene main cutscenes. I like the active time events because they give the sense that this is just a group of people who, you know, split up and do their own things and you get these funny little side bits or sometimes they have their like emotional and they, or they tell you something about the character or the world, which is really great. Uh, I don't, I mean, I guess the point of the active time events is to be really annoying if they just constantly interrupted the gameplay and forced you to watch it. But right. the fact that it gives you the choice of like, oh, do I want to see a little, a little story about Quina? Yeah, I do. Of course I do. Let me let me see what's going on over there. Oh, haha, funny. Yeah, um, oh, what a me, snafu. Wa- me want me want eat. Haha, nice. Nice. Uh and then the other thing I I think is actually a really really good choice that they made about Final Fantasy 9 is uh I think there's a big problem with JRPGs. That's it. Uh but I also <laughs> I was think one say, of the big- you have anything more to add? <laughs> One of the big problems with JRPGs is the issue where you get your, you get like, you get your party members, right? And most of, most games I've played of this sort, four, four to a party, yeah? Yeah. And one of them is the main character, so they're always going to be in the party. Yeah, you, you can't get rid of Monkey Man. You can't get rid of the little tail boy, little Goku. Uh, but, but Final Fantasy IX actually has like, not branching narratives, but like s- split. The, the where party splits up a lot. The party splits up a lot, and, it isn't until like halfway through disc three that you ever need to make choices about who is going to be in your party at mm-hmm. all. Like the game is very good about making it so you're mostly leveled where you need to be just by, oh, here's a part where you're only going to play as like Freya and Steiner. Oh, and here's a part where you're just, you're just going to have Zidane and, uh, Aiko and Kina and Vivi or something like that. Like it yeah. is, it's good at that and you never end up with a situation like, when I was playing Final Fantasy VII, and I was just like, oh, I'm probably not, I mean, maybe I'm stupid for not utilizing a character who's useful, but, like, I just did never put Yuffie in the party, and Yuffie just sat around for the whole game doing nothing, and maybe that's my fault, but I just I just felt like, oh, here's my characters, I'm comfortable with this playstyle, and mm-hmm. the game makes you shake it up, which I think is, is good. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. God, you really wouldn't like Final Fantasy VI. You get 14 party members in that game. I don't want to have to make these choices if the game isn't going to, like, force me to basically just choose and, and commit. Like, mm-hmm. either have a passive leveling system, which is which is great. That works perfectly fine. But I feel like uh, it doesn't make as much logical sense. Uh, or do this. I think this is a good system. I think more games should do this. Just, oh, split them up. Get yeah. different sort of parallel narratives give, give them time to shine yeah that's really good and it makes you have to alter your play style it's like oh for example a really great example uh, a part of the game is when you have to go to the ifa tree mm-hmm. and you get both garnet and echo so you have two healers that both can summon to different yeah, it's degrees magic time that yeah you're just like a very mage heavy party and i think that's that's fun and you have to fight like a pretty tricky boss unless you use the the funny cheat to insta kill it mm-hmm. uh that's good i think that's clever it's good um it works really well what a good game uh i think one other like major thing about this game more related to the episode itself um this was sort of no nobuo uematsu's last like big score um like if i remember right this is sort of the last one 
that he like completely headed up by himself. Like starting 10 onward, he kind of took more of a backseat and didn't really compose the whole game. Because like if you if you look at um, his you know Wikipedia entry and you see what games he's composed, not until Final Fantasy X does it say with other people. So kind yeah. of like nine, and and he even considers nine his sort of magnum opus. Like he considers nine his his favorite soundtrack he's ever made. Um, Ooh, I wanted to uh, make you mad. Oh, good. I love that. I love when that happens. Yeah. While we're while I'm about to preparing to make you mad, I think you could like briefly try to give a summary or a, a premise like just try to say what the game is about as best as you can as fast as you can yeah yeah the game is about your little monkey man uh you you start the game out you're out of you've got a kidnapped princess and you find out oh she's really important she has a chocolate block full of magic in her and then you find out that the queen is bad and there's this little yeah, pervert man who's even worse yeah kuja um, the pervert the pillar man He's yeah, a nasty you, pervert. He's a nasty pervert, and he's just accosting you. You're traveling around the world trying to solve problems, and you learn, oh, the Earth is hollow. There's another planet inside Earth, and oh, shit, like, everyone's trying to eat our souls. And uh, you go to another another world, uh, and you fight the devil, and you win. Oh, there it is. There's there the saxophone is. that I crave. Did you hear it? I didn't hear it. It's showing up. Wow. Uh, okay. Tremendous. Well, I think I think noise cancellation will 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 pick it up. Um, it's fine. Oh, here's the thing I wanted to. So I was on Wikipedia uh-huh. and uh, looking at reviews. Obviously, in retrospect, people say this is the this is the best Final Fantasy game. Most people say that it's up yeah. there uh, it's okay. for sure. Uh, I wanted to say that uh, some is here says some criticized composer Uematsu who reused some tracks from past iterations of the series. Uh, which I, uh, which I thought, and then also RPG fans said the music was uninspired and dull, uh, which is interesting. I also wanted to say this, this quote from, uh, IGN who says, uh, who says that the main villain, although considered by GameSpot to be the least threatening in the series was seen by IGN as an impeccable combination of Kefka's cackling villainy and plenty of the bishonenosity that made Sephiroth such a hit with the ladies. Be shown oh God, what if Sephiroth was just a little freak pervert, I don't, man? Yeah, what if Sephiroth has a, had his dick out at all times? Oh yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I'm fuck yeah. I'm fucking mad. Also, I mean, I'm I, sorry. There's another character that has a giant ass fuck off sword, and it's it's Beatrix, and she's way cooler than Sephiroth. Yeah, she's kind of pussing out with it. She's pretty cool. She's really once cool. again pretty much every character in this game fucking owns like. Mm-hmm. Like I, I said earlier, as a joke, the only character that I really don't care that much about is Amaranth. Uh-huh. Uh, and maybe that's because I don't know if there's something that happens on Dick, Disc 4 that will make me go, Wow, Amaranth is so cool! Uh, but, I mean, I don't think so. Yeah, like, from what I remember, he doesn't is have just, as much of an arc, really. He, he's the last one that shows up, and he's just, like, there... Do you I hit? think it's funny. I think it's funny that he hates Zidane for very valid reasons. I know. Um, I'm I'm about to send you an image of what Amaranth. So you know Yoshitaka Amano is the main artist for Final Fantasy. He has these very like sort of like wispy ethereal art of all the characters that really does not match up how they're portrayed in the game. There's so, the, the art the the art for these games. The that that art is so fucking cool though for this game specific. Like oh look my look at God. the art of Amaranth. That's that is not Amaranth. That's just a guy. That's, that's just a cool guy. That is not Amaranth in the game. Oh that's that's a man. That's a man. 
The Emirates face is the most confusing face in the world. It's very hard to figure out where the different his like head and face and neck begin and end. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the other characters, I think, have have great designs. Uh, very unique, and their silhouettes are really great too. That you can just they have yeah. very unique silhouettes. Uh, Vivi kind of is a unique silhouette, folks. Haha. I really um, love. See, okay, and and that's I'm gonna use that as a springboard because. I'm still mad about what you said earlier about what the, how the internet feels about the game, especially people complaining about no Boo or Matsu reusing yeah, things that, from previous Final one thing, one thing you can't say, like, like I just can't imagine saying this game has bad music because regardless of, of how you feel about it in comparison to the other games, uh, the game has a fucking gigantic score. And it's all really great. 120 songs-ish? It's like four hours from start to finish, depending on if you look up a playlist on YouTube. Uh, Like, the amount of music in there is staggering. It's all done by one guy. Uh, Uematsu, like, not not to, like, be fucking video gamer head, but one of the greatest video game composers ever oh no doubt and and it's not even like oh well don't say any don't blaspheme against uematsu but it's just like i don't understand how you can look at this game's score and have anything bad to say about it or say it's lazy or uninspired or it's so fucking diverse it's there's so so much going on in it it's so it's really good and it's on the ps1 yeah he like like, what stretches the limit of midi here there's so much going on on this fucking toaster of a console this console that there are fucking there's fucking refrigerators that have more processing power than this thing did. <laughs> like, what is wrong with people? It's okay. I don't know why I'm complaining about what IGN said fucking twenty years ago. Uh, when almost oh my god, Max, almost twenty one years ago to the date. This game came out on July seventh, and we're recording this on on June twenty fifth. So the twenty first anniversary of this game will be in just a few weeks from now. So. <laughs> And and also, uh, again, it is, it is June 25th. Uh, four days ago, it was announced that Final Fantasy IX will be adapted into an animated series produced by Square Enix. And I'm actually Studios. really excited about that because I yeah. think that, like I said, I love this game for the characters and the art and the and the designs and the world. And I, I don't really care for the gameplay. So maybe if they if like they get a really solid animated treatment, that would actually be really cool. For I don't real. know if that I don't know if it's going to be good, but like that. It could capture everything that there is to love about this game without having to sit there and play it. <laughs> no offense. It's, it's a jerky. Um, it's long. It is. It is quite long. Uh, yeah. Let's. Yeah. Uh, shall we? Shall we talk about the music? I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, what? If I'm looking at the. Uh, I believe I went first last week, so it is your turn to begin. All right. So Max. Here's the here's the thing. Okay. I was sitting around prepping for this episode and I was curious as a non-Final Fantasy enjoyer about the the main overworld themes of the Final Fantasy games and just yeah. trying to get what kinds of music they are. Some of them very like triumphant upbeat, you know. Uh, I'd say Zelda like if you yeah. think about the Zelda overworlds. Um I think that maybe the original Final Fantasy was like that. Uh, and then some of them more gentle, peaceful, tranquil, calming. And, uh, I think one of the best overworld themes on that list, cause I was watching a whole playlist, I think is this one, uh, uh, Final Fantasy IX's overworld theme, Crossing Those Hills. 
Uh, I should say that the the names of these songs are, <laughs> I think, yeah. translated from Japanese, so they are a little bit odd at times. Yeah, I think I think the official name of this is Over the Hill, and also the same slap, of course. What a what a wonderful piece of music. Uh, I think I just love those bleepy bloopies. I literally describe them as bleep bloops in my notes it's, as well. I also called them bleep bloops. It's such like a it's just such a nice. It's so calming. It's so peaceful. It I, fucking simple gifts ass music is what I wrote it down as. <laughs> like <laughs> this is this is music that you. <laughs> this is music that orchestra plays. Do uh, <laughs> just like really nice. Uh, kind of outdoorsy music. Uh-huh. Uh, that that that's what it sounds like to me. And then, of course, that's perfect. I think the benefit of that is that it juxtaposes really well against when you get into a battle. And I think that's why, generally, I I like the sort of more calm, gentle style of overworld music than like, at least for a game that has random battles like this one does. Yeah. I think it works well if you're going to be upbeat and triumphant if it's like a Zelda game where the enemies just pop out of the ground. But in a game where it takes you by surprise, right? Uh, that works way better. And I just, ah, oh, this is such a nice piece of music. It's so good. I love when the sort of like marching drums come in and you get some like more yeah. guitar strumming. And it, it, this is like, yeah, you know, honestly, maybe my favorite Final Fantasy overworld theme. It is so It's really good. good. Um, it, it's it's impressive when a music when a piece of music can make me feel nostalgic for a game that I f- played the first time uh like last summer yeah. yeah it was it was during the pand pan the uh, I say during the pandemic it was during the part of the Did- pandemic where people were pretending that the pandemic wasn't right, over yet right uh, but uh yeah I, I I don't know I it must be it must be quite a feeling to have like grown up playing this game and then listened to this music, you know, know. as an adult. Like I now have that experience, but that's kind of how I feel when I listen to it. Yeah, I, I like I don't remember a ton of Final Fantasy Nine because I played this game like I was maybe like ten when I played this game. Um, so you know, it's been I, a while. I do remember my brothers playing this game when I was very young. I was I I I must have I wasn't even in elementary school yet because I was. It was before I moved to uh, Washington, which happened when I was in first grade. Uh-huh. But I still remember my brothers playing this, and I had no idea what was going on. And I just wondered why there was a guy with a tail. And that was really funny when I when I heard – I said, oh, I heard Final Fantasy IX is good. So I started playing it, and I saw the guy with the tail, and I was like, oh, I have seen this game before. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and, and hearing sort of, like, when you first hear this overworld, it hits really, really nice because the first time you hear it is like – you know, obviously it's when the game first opens up, but, like, you've just gone through this, like, shitty forest, and, like, one of Zidane's friends has been, like, completely petrified by the forest, freaking out after you kill the boss there. And, like, things are kind of dire and bleak, because, you know, you don't know what you're doing, you just have you and Steiner and Vivi and Garnet, and, like, presumably everyone's after you, and you just, like, get this nice peaceful overworld, and you're like, oh, oh, it's so nice! I can feel like I can relax for the first time in this game. There is a lot of, like, the, the world of this game is is pretty 
mixed in the sense that that like there is a lot of danger in it i mean there is a lot of death and devastation in this story because of the war that happens yeah oh yeah absolutely this game gets dark the game gets really dark but i also feel like there's a degree at which the world is is a little less fucked up than than some other like i play final fantasy 7 and that game the world is pretty shitty as, <clears throat> as considering how like as a place to live uh but i feel like this game the world itself is not like the world is would have been nice if it weren't for the big war that is killing everyone uh is kind of how i feel so, damn so jordan you said about today in real life yeah wouldn't it be nice imagine there's no war john lennon john lennon uh mm-hmm. AU, he AU, didn't AU. say this uh but yeah that's i think that's that's what i i appreciate about this it's just a very tranquil peaceful dare i say nostalgic piece of music yeah no it, it definitely hits you with that nostalgia that you might not even have which is like one of my favorite things about some video game songs exactly what's your first slap my Perfect. first slap is uh, I want to take you to uh, like early on in disc two. Okay. You're in um, oh shoot, where's the city? Okay, you meet you meet your cool friend Freya. Freya is so cool. Freya is the dragoon, and yes, by, oh, be, because meet, she's the dragoon, she is immediately the coolest character in the game. Uh, she's like a Borzoi, basically. If you look at her, for, there is a there is a Figma of Freya, and it's the only one that i've ever considered buying mm-hmm. uh, only because i think freya is just like such a cool well-designed character that's got a cool like red outfit and her hat is really cool she is a and cool she's a, yeah like a she's like a rat hat. lady she's so cool um, um are you are you talking about i'm trying to think of what city or are you talking about burmesia no it's about it's, Lin- it's lindblum 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 so you're in lindblum um and 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 you've you've like met a lot of the people in the game so far and Lindblom does Lindblom has a fun little tradition oh L- Lindblom has a fun little tradition where the the the, the people in charge were like you know be kind of cool what if we just let a whole bunch of fucking freak monsters roam the streets and had people kill them what if we did the purge yeah they <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh so the song I'm talking about is Hunter's Chance I similar slap hey I will say that this hunter, the hunter's chance, uh, if which I think is the name of the event, if I remember correctly, the event is, is festival of the hunt. It, the song is permanently ruined in my mind because I just think about Joker's chance when the Joker <laughs> raised, raised baby Batman and he said Joker's chance. He did say Joker's chance. This music is like, uh, it's like Jack Sparrow music if Jack Sparrow wasn't an incredibly problematic character. You know, it's like, yeah. It's very, it's very triumphant. It's a very it's like got an adventurous, adventurous. Spirit to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, 
I love those that triangle in the background. Ding, yes, ding, the ding, little ding, jingle ding, jangles. Ding, you get this really nice. The whole sort of like uh, uh, chorded progression is like da 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 da. I mean, obviously you've heard it by now, but like, yeah, it, it really gets you going. And then in the sort of B section, you get this really like stanky synth going all over the place. You get this like really weird solo going everything that is the exact same MIDI synth they used in Golden Sun. Completely different developers, mind you. Um, but I can't help but think of Golden Sun when I hear that synth there. But, like, it, it just really gets you going. It really is, like, you feel so stressed out yet spurred on to, like, you know, beat as many monsters as you can to win the Festival of the Hunt. Like, and I was... Yeah, this, I, this, oh, this whole part, like, stressed the hell out of me when I was a kid playing this. When I, I got to this part, I had uh, I had synthesized a much, 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 much better weapon for Zidane. Mm-hmm. So it was, like... <laughs> fucking one-shotting these creatures and it felt great uh also fun fact if you're playing on the switch um or pc versions i believe that speeding up time does not influence the actual counters so that's a good way to choose this if you if you so desire um yeah this i don't understand the logistics of the the hunt uh because yeah they do just sort of unleash horrible creatures upon the innocent people of lindbloom lindbloom a town which by the way i believe had recently been attacked by uh, by Queen Brawny. Uh, at least, it's, I know that it gets fucked up at some point. So yeah, I feel like yeah, just no, let yeah. them let them have Alexandria, a break. Don't yeah. don't don't <laughs> unleash horrible beasts to kill. <laughs> exactly. Board up your doors, folks, because it's the festival of the hunt and all. Yeah, I, I, I know Bloodborne her. happened last week, but we gotta do our fun five hundred year old tradition. <laughs> I thought you were saying that this. I mean that. Is kind of, the tradition kind of is Bloodborne. Yeah, you know? Board up your doors, get in the Odin's tomb, and watch out, because there's, there's fucking... Watch out for invisible aliens. Yeah, invisible aliens about. Uh, now the invisible aliens don't show up until later in the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a very cool part of the game. It's really weird. Final Fantasy IX loves throwing weird minigames at you. I like, like it! They I, do that they, in Final Fantasy VII, too, uh, but uh, I think that... It's it's very charming when this game does. I think there's some that are incredibly infuriating, but like the the like sword fight at the beginning of the game, not very fun, but like I think it's novel and I think it's 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 a bit it's a bit like cute. So I don't getting mind perfect it at all. on that sword fight is so satisfying. Getting perfect on that sword fight is mandatory because the amount of money that you you get, get ten thousand gil it carries you through the early game mm-hmm. immensely. It is absurd, and the game gives you the chance to retry it, which is even like it's not a it's not a one and done. It's like it's oh, like, they're on their twentieth encore, aren't they? Yep, they sure yeah, are. You really just get to you really just get to do it until you get it right. So there's no excuse. Uh huh. That jump rope game can fuck off, though. Oh my god. <laughs> Every jump rope game can fuck off. The one in Mario, one of the worst things I've ever done. Wretched. <laughs> Horrible. Evil. Not as bad as the volleyball, though. That's the worst thing in the game. No, the volleyball's world. fine, because you plug in a second controller and you use Cappy. Okay. Well, you can just move Cappy with the control stick, it's perfect. Um, well, I have one for you, Max. Please. How do you feel about funny little guys? Oh, I do like a funny little guy. How do you feel about Paper Mario ass music? Uh, I'm a big fan of that series of video we did, games. We did once talk about it and talk about how good it is. Uh-huh. Uh, what if I told you that the funny little guys were all going to die? Oh, no. I Say it ain't you, so, Jordan. Yeah, I will be now talking about uh, Black Mage Village.
Oh. This is Square. Fuck you. <laughs> this is a town full of funny little guys who... The, are, okay, are damned for, to hell from the moment they're born. So, to give a little lore, the black mages in this game are... They all... Like, if you know what Vivi... I feel like Vivi is the most sort of iconic character from this game. People remember what Vivi... Yes, people absolutely. All, like, every Final Fantasy knower probably has seen a picture of Vivi. Vivi shows up in Kingdom Hearts 2, even. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is good. He lives on <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts 2. I don't know for sure if Kingdom Hearts 2 VV shares the same fate as Final Fantasy 9 VV. Oh, I sure fucking hope not. <laughs> Roxas is like, oh, hey, it's VV. And VV's like, hey, I'm gonna die. Hey, I don't I'm have a soul. Die in a year. Uh, so the Black Mages are, are dolls that have been brought to life with uh, soul magic. They're like, they're like golems, kind of. And they're, yeah, they're like mindless golems. Except. There's a little flaw in the Black Mages where every once in a while they'll become sentient and conscious and they will live a conscious experience. They will feel things and ex- and live just as we do, except that the magic that, that holds Black Mages together works for about a year and then they die. And, and then they the bla- die. And- not only are the black mages aware of this, and they they the ones that become sentient come to Black Mage Village, where they live. A, they it's a very nice place. It's very peaceful. There's this really uh, fun part where there's like two black mages taking care of a chocobo. They uh, there's an inn there, even though I don't think black mages need to sleep, and there's food, even though they don't need to eat. Uh, but they are all very aware that they've got a year. And uh, unfortunately for our dear sweet boy Vivi, this is where he learns that fact that he also has about a year. Uh, and it, it fucking sucks and it's very depressing. Uh, but the town has nice music, very quirky Paper Mario vast music. It has the uh, the fun uh, Quika, I think it's called, that, that drum that we were talking about. That one? Yeah, it has that in there. Uh, and what can I say besides... My god, I hate this place, only because it's just so sad, and there's like a graveyard where they bury all of the dead black mages, uh, and they just they just live their life to the best, to its fullest, uh, while they wait for that one year to expire, and it's just horrible. It's horrific, but I, I do love the music, and I did enjoy stumbling across, because, Max... They're just funny little guys. They're just fu- like you. You can't get over it. I love one of my absolute favorite things. What Final Fantasy IX did is it took that very first sprite of the Black Mage from Final Fantasy One, and they just completely expanded it. And like, yeah, like you're gonna, you know, the funny guy you could play as in the '80s. He's gonna break your heart now. It's the saddest thing. Uh, I do also like that they make uh, the Black Waltzes, which are like fucked up. Yeah, what, what if a what if a guy who was fucked up was even more so? What if a little what like imagine like black mages are little guys. Imagine a fucked up little guy. So like yeah. imagine the black waltz version of a minion, Max. Uh, that, like that was up, the like plot of Spiggle Me Too. Is there a fucked up minion? Yeah. Are you are you serious? Yeah. No, hold on. Can you hold s- on? You send me a picture of this fucked up minion, the let black me, waltz me, of minions. Yeah, let me show you the black waltz of minion. Um, <laughs> I think they are literally just called evil minions. Okay. Um, I hope that I hope that it's as horrific as I'm imagining it. I know it isn't, but what if it was? Uh, it's kind of body horror esque. Let's see. I mean, minions are body horror to me, and also minions uh, did uh, they have done many? Eh, that's not what I, I was hoping. There'd be a little. I, I was hoping it'd be a little longer, more slender, uh, like spindly yeah, limbs. Yeah, more maybe. gnarled and wretched. Sharp teeth. 
maybe he's I mean, multiple it, it's still sets not great. It's, it's freaky because they turn feral and they try and kill everything around them. What if the minion could like talk and say like evil things to you? That wasn't yeah, the, just like banana. <laughs> the minions become black waltz and then they start actually like speaking in full English sentences. Yeah, they, which the which this you know Vivi can do. So yes. Vivi is a minion. The black mm, waltzes confirmed. are evil minions. Uh, black Mage Village. Paper Mario ass music, so it just wins by default uh, because that's the best music in any game ever. Just kidding, but confirmed. we'll see. I, uh, I like that the Black Mage Village uh, is like basically a remix of Vivi's theme that you hear at the very beginning of the game when he plays yeah. Vivi in Alexandria. This game is nothing but light motifs. I it really it. is. There's a lot of them. I, uh-huh. I, I mean, the when you start the game up and it plays the the first the first like title track, the the place I'll return to someday, and then fucking forty hours later you get to you uh, return to that place, Oilivert, and it's that's the place that you return to, and you hear that music and you're like, what? Ooh, Matsu uh, fucking went off. Yeah, and then the game has the oh, um, I was gonna say something about uh, Outer Wilds, but then I said no, you you all play Outer Wilds. Yeah, play play it for yourself, please. Play it for yourself. I won't say anything. I will not say a fucking word about that video game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you got next, Max? Um, I will say a fucking word about a video game. Is it so, Final Fantasy Nine? It's about Final Fantasy Nine, as it, oh. as it turns out. Um. So Final Fantasy IX, it is a game that sort of takes all of these well-known tropes about not just Final Fantasy, but video games in general, and kind of turns it on its head. And when you think of sort of RPG dungeons, you, you mm-hmm. think of, you can, you know, there's like sewers levels, there's prison levels, there's like cool ice caves, crystal caves. And in a lot of RPGs, they take a big page from Norse mythology, and they just kind of say, what if there was a cool tree? I do like a cool tree, but what if the tree was fucked up? What if the cool tree prevented your immortal souls from returning to the earth? Yeah, this is the part of the game that I don't... This is where it gets a little bit Final Fantasy with it. Uh Uh-huh. You kind of follow along really well, really, really well up until that happens. Yeah. We're talking about the Aoife tree. We haven't said the word mist one time in this in this uh, yeah episode, so which is okay that's I mean mist is like soul dust it's evil some- vape juice from this it's- nasty tree <laughs> it's root beer flavored vape juice flavored root no! beer that is emanating from the evil tree that 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 sucks shit and you do go and fight the tree. On you disc fight three, the, the soul cage, I think it's called. Right, and that's the boss that if you have, uh, what is it, Cura or Kiraga or so, you have if you have or no, it's it's the revive spell, whatever the spell brings you back from being passed out. Raise, raise that will one shot this boss. I fact. love that. That is something that is true for like every single Final Fantasy, where it's like if you fight something that's undead, you know, healing magic cures it, and revive magic kills it it's yeah, very good that's good i love that shit uh um, so ifa tree let me ifa tree has some of the most oppressive synths i've ever heard like 
the, the whole song is just like oppressive, nasty synth stabs. You get this sort of nice syncopated main melody that almost feels like it's going on a different time signature underneath these. It, it's, it's very discordant. It's like you don't feel like you're in a good place at all because normally you go to these trees and RPGs and it's this big place of wonder, you know, ancient power. But the Ifa tree is like rancid vibes. It's a very and also the other thing is that this game has a very nice big tree because it has the uh it has the clara clara yeah. is built at the top of a really big nice tree and that mm-hmm. tree is like a wonderful tree that that provides safety and shelter and 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 good things to mm-hmm. the people who live there and then that tree gets fucked up and destroyed yep. and then ifa tree is like the shittiest tree that you've ever seen it's like a tree that you want to it's the tree that the lorax would chop down himself yeah, that's how, how bad this tree is that's how bad he be <laughs> The Lor- the Lorax speaks out against this tree. <laughs> I cannot sanction this tree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another really cool thing that the Aoife Trees track does, it does these really sick, like, 80s ass synth. It's like, so you're playing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire whenever you, that part of the song hits. It's like, yeah, you've just gotten a question wrong. Who knows? Come oh, back after this Regis commercial Philbin, break. you're fighting in Final Fantasy IX now. Finally. I've I've always wanted it. Oh, I just got to it in the in the music I'm listening back. Yeah, it does sound like sound like a. Do you take the money or do you go to the next question? Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, oh, I don't know the answer. So what if I just say raise and then you win? You win. And then you win. You read this film and crumples to dust, and he's no longer able to absorb souls. How good is it, by the way, completely unrelated, how good is it that there's a place in uh, Final Fantasy IX called Fossil Rue? Fossil Rue! So it's the- like, I, I I always wonder, because it's sort of like a like a, a transportation tunnel, right? Like, that takes you between continent. Um, yeah. So I always was like, it should, shouldn't it be like R-U-E or R-O-U-X, like the street? But instead it's like Rue, like a kangaroo. R-O-O, yeah. The, the place names in this game are... They're really good. Really good. I, I, I like, uh, just to go on a tangent of, like, something that fucking blew my mind when you played this game, there's a part where you say, oh, we need to go, it's the part where they, uh, I think Sid, King, uh, Lord Sid, or whatever his name is. Uh, l- l- little King Bug Sid. Little King Bug Sid. I, I bet you love this guy, because he's a little bug. He's a little um, booed. I do like Sid. He, I, I like that he's- This is uh, one of the better Sids of all the Final it's Fantasies. It's a good Sid. Uh, that he basically is like, okay, go to the outer continent and go deal with this mist problem. That'll probably mm-hmm. be good, I think. Uh, so you go and and it's like, oh, this is the mysterious outer continent. Very few people ever go here. And then you go and then you find a city and you're like, oh, cool, a city. And it's called Con Petier, I think. I don't. They don't say it. This game has no voice acting, so I don't know how it's supposed to be pronounced. Uh, and it's just a city full of little Shreks. And they yeah. all speak with uh, phonetically Scottish accents. And they say, this yeah, is the, the whole tune of the dwarves. I love Terrible. Final Fantasy loves like Tolkien ass dwarves. Yeah, except they're little. They they do just kind of look and sound like Shreks. They're just little green mm-hmm. Shrek guys, and they like to do Christian marriages. Also, that's the other thing about them that they like, just like Shrek. And they say "Rally Ho," and that's funny because it makes that, me think which of is, and you wouldn't know this. That is a reference to Final Fantasy One because the dwarves in Final Fantasy One would say "Lally Ho" whenever you talk to them. I only when I think of "Lally Ho," I think of Death Thirteen from from Stardust Crusaders. I, I, now I'm I have willing to, to ask, bet. Well, Stardust Crusaders came out in, like, the late 80s. 1987? When did the first Final Fantasy come out? 
Is Death Thirteen referencing Final Fantasy? I I don't know. We it's impossible to say. Can't 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 be said. No one knows. The wiki doesn't help me at all. So wait, wait. His repeated phrase "Lolly Ho" is a reference is in reference to the original name of the sleep spell in the Dragon Quest series. So not Final Fantasy, oh, but a different RPG. That rules. That's a Dragon Quest reference. Oh, That's is it Square? Amazing. Is it Enix? We finally learned. We never know. <laughs> It's so fucked up that, that we were talking about this before we recorded. It's so fucked mm-hmm. up that Square and Enix uh, became one company, and they and the two competing uh, RPG series from Japan are now made by the same person. Mm-hmm. I think it's fucked up. I think it's, that I think that Square and, Enix, Square and Enix should split up. <laughs> they should divorce. I don't know. I don't know why they would, but they should split up just for the just for laughs. Just who for would get? <laughs> who would get? Who would get? Uh. I almost said who would get Yakuza, that's Sega, not Square Enix. Who would get Sora? <laughs> who would get Guardians of the Galaxy, Jordan? Who would get Guardians of the Galaxy? Who would get Avengers? Uh. Who, maybe they would... Square Enix made that shitty... They published that shitty Avengers game, right? That really they shitty did. one. Yeah, they did. I think Crystal Dynamics made that. Yeah, it's a, it's a it looks like a real terrible game. I don't know why anyone would spend their $60. Their $60. Think about how many... Three Musketeers you could buy with that. that That's much a lot money. of candy bar. My dad, my I mow the lawn every day, and my dad gave me sixty dollars, and now I go and I spend it on that. Oh, oh I hey. feel ripped off. I feel ripped off. Oh, I've got to fucking buy the AT and T skin for the fucking Hulk. No, no, no way. Uh, my point is, is that I think that Square and Enix should split up, and I think that uh, only one of them should get Goku. Uh, Go- in the divorce. Wait, why, why Goku's involved? <laughs> because Yakuza was also involved, and that's also not a thing that either Square or Enix Okay, made. I mean, Zidane is a Goku, so we've confirmed Zidane that Zidane is least. a Saiyan. That's the one thing I know, is that at the end of it, Zidane turns into a giant... Mo- Max, you, you know Dragon Ball. He turns into a big monkey. Yeah, he turns gorilla. into a Nozaru. He turns into a big ape, and then eventually he doesn't kiss his wife. He doesn't kiss Garnet when they get married. Yeah, be- because uh, Steiner blew up the moon to stop his transformation. I like... I like uh, the fact that Garnet Garnet is a very fun character to me because yes. when she because she kidnaps herself basically yeah uh, she, I I want to get kidnapped this rules actually I like that I'm getting kidnapped right now and then she says I don't want to be Princess Garnet anymore so for the rest of the game you're gonna call me Dagger and that's just like the most fucking I'm a 14 year old and I've come up with my own it name for rules. myself name it is so funny and then it's for the so rest good. of the game they call her Dagger yeah uh, at least Zidane does even after. Uh, even after they stop calling her that in the story, and everyone knows that she's Princess Garnet, he still calls her Dagger, and I yeah, think that's really funny. Commit to the bit, it's really he's good. Like, he's like, she's like, I'll call myself Dagger, and and Zidane's like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, dude. I wish that I was named. I wish I was named Dagger. <laughs> Max, did you know that in hmm. the really really good books, uh, series and movie hit movie Steven Spielberg of uh, Ready Player One, that excellent award-winning author Ernest Klein, critically acclaimed author Ernest Klein, had created two Japanese gamer characters, and their usernames are Shoto and Daito. That's... That's like being <sighs> named Dagger, except I don't think it's funny. I think it's just kind of racist. Yeah, we could spend hours unpacking that fucking wretched man and his wretched media he's made, but instead, you could tell me your third slapper. I could tell you my third slapper, Max. Uh, here's the thing. You know when a game sets off a sets up a big payoff? Yeah. I love that in a game when a game kind of dangles something over you to be excited for, for the whole game. Sure. 
So when uh, you meet the funny little bug of Sid, who don't don't squish him. Don't squish I'm him. Don't step on. He's a, he he may be an orglop, but he's actually a human man. Orglop, that's what they're called. Orglops, yes. Uh, and he's like, well, before I got turned into a bug, I was gonna make a really cool airship that only mm-hmm. I could drive. And I love my cool airship. It's named after my <laughs> my girlfriend, nice. my wife. Uh, and I think that she stole the airship or something. I can't remember the the lore specifics of it. But I was making this really cool airship. It was the coolest airship you've ever seen. And no, oh, you're not gonna. No, there's not gonna be an airship in this game. Don't you worry. It got stolen. But I'm making another one. Come back to me in like disc fucking disc, three disc four disc four and i'll give you it's called the hilda guard hilda mm-hmm. guard it's named Hilt after my wife and ah. uh and it's and the music is <laughs> the music is sweet victory <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> it is so this is so my my last pick is airship Hildegard. Bullshit. It's like, it's like all of the, all of the funny, all like it's, it reminds me of like Gummy Ship theme. It's, yes, it's yes. Sweet Victory. It's 80s power ballad. It's, it's road, so synthy and triumphant. It's music to road trip to. It's got like all of the bullshit that you could possibly want an airship song to have. It is just out. It's outrageous. And in a game that is so uh, grounded and it's sort of, it's much more fantastical not medieval but like not futuristic setting like the other final fantasies are uh to hear this music is just so funny it's it, it's it's a lot it kind goofy. of almost has a pokemon quality to it in a way it reminds me of like i don't know this is the music you this music plays near the end of a Pokemon game or something. This is the music that plays in Gen 4 when you go on that extra island after you meet this Cynthia, and it's like mm-hmm. the Battle Frontier's there, and it's all just like weirdly triumphant electric guitars the entire time. Yeah, I just, I don't know what's, go- like, I don't know what's going on here. It just doesn't sound like it should, but I, that's what I love it about it. It it's just doesn't, cool. it does not fit, it does not fit the game at all, no. uh, but that's what's so good about it, is that it's just like, you know what, it- oh, also, 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 Max, mm. go, I'm, do you have the song pulled up? Yeah. Go to a minute 20 and tell me that that doesn't sound like Hole in One from Rhythm Heaven. Let me just... Okay, okay, or I think here. it's like a minute 15. Yeah, go to a minute a minute, uh, a minute, minute 15. It's literally... I know that came out before it, but all I can hear is, oh, is Hole in One. Wow! It I'm never going to not be able to hear exactly that. exactly the same. It's so good. I am never I not... This oh my god. It, and now all I can think of is like, what if Zidane was hitting those golf balls? Or he's throwing, he's he's the he's the little monkey, and then and then Garnet is the one swinging, and then Steiner yeah. goes ooh oh oi! <laughs> and throws the big one. Oh god, rhythm fantasy. We're gonna, we're gonna do a rhythm heaven episode one day. One day. A final yeah, no, bit of. This- a, f- a fucking rhythm fantasy game? Now that is a good idea. Wait, what the fuck am I talking about? They literally did that. It's called Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy. Oh, did they do a Final Fantasy rhythm game? Yeah, dude! Ooh! So, so, so w- w- one of my forever takes is that, like, 
there are only three or four worthwhile video game genres, and every video game franchise should have an entry in one of those genres. And one of those so is racing, rhythm game. Racing ga- it's racing game, racing game, game, RPG, rhythm game, and Lego game. <laughs> those are the four. So okay, wait, wait, wait. So let's let's like go through a series, okay? Um, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy has a has a rhythm game. Final Apparently. Fantasy 15 is a racing game. <laughs> I don't think it is, but okay. <laughs> it has a it has a Chocobo racing mini game in it. That's true. That's true. That's true. Do um, we, RPG maybe. Both of you to say that that game is an RPG, but we'll we'll we'll, yeah. we'll I'm looking at the side of the box and it does say it is an RPG. So let's yeah, just ESRB go with that. ESRB says so. Yes, it's more of a hold hold the button down game, but but we'll right. we'll pretend we'll it, we'll listen to what the game is now. Do you want? Oh, I would fucking love that car made out of Legos. If they released a set of that car Oh, I would buy it Legos, in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? That would be one of the coolest things in the world. That car made out of Legos. And and also just like, what if there was Lego Noctis going to his Lego wedding? And there was like a Lego wedding dress that was made by a famous wedding dress designer. And um, like It's and like she just has the big like white semi-triangular block that her torso's on top yeah, of to look like the dress The one that's flowing. like a, a wedge roof tile that's yeah. got printed on it. And like what if uh, Ignis, Lego Ignis made the most succulent Lego food? Just oh. a chicken leg and a carrot. Uh, and, 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 and when Arden reveals himself to be evil, he like turns his head around and head does around the fucked up Arden face, face on the other side of him. Yes! <laughs> See another series. Yakuza has an RPG. It's got a racing game. It's got yes, the, yes. it's got several racing mini games in it. It's got a rhythm game in it. Uh, no Lego Ichiban. Yeah, that last yet. part's kind of hard to nail for a lot of franchises, huh? Yeah, mo- which let's which games do okay? Forza is a racing game yes. and it has Legos, but it doesn't. There hasn't been a no. Forza RPG yet, unfortunately. Unfort a car PG. A car PG. Oh, okay. I'm gonna to, have to like to, meditate to, on that later. We need to. We've talked about doing like make up a video games episode. Uh, car PG might be something, and then that's, also, a, that's something I think. Forza rhythm game has not happened yet, but maybe like your. Have you ever seen the OK Go music video where they drive the car? And yeah, through yeah, the yeah. track that makes it play the music. I feel like that's what a Forza Rhythm game would be. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, measure your speed and do your turns just right so that the music plays as yeah, you drive you it through the, a music. The frequency, right? This they, is did good. Do a, they did do a Forza Battle Royale. That was kind of interesting. I, I honestly enjoyed it. It was pretty cool, all things considered. Um, uh, yeah, what were talking about? Yeah, we're talking about Final Fantasy IX, though, and it, <laughs> and it does have, it doesn't have, it kind of has a rhythm game in it. I think it might have a rhythm mini Final game Final Fantasy VII has a rhythm game in it. We haven't talked about the shitty card game yet, Max. Oh, uh, Tetra Master's fine. No, it's not, but it, whatever you say. Uh, I, I know that people, what's the one from 8 that, like, people Tri- don't triple really Triple Triad. Like people don't like 8 that much, what I've heard, but people love Triple Triad. Triple Triad beats ass. It is, like, I will say Final Fantasy 9 blows 7 and 8 out of the water as far as the PS1 Final Fantasies go, but Triple Triad is way better of, like, a sort of recurring metagame of all of those 3D PS1 games. I mean, I think that, I think that, I, I wish that I was a person who liked shitty card games that suck, but like, cause, cause, cause that just adds this kind of, this nice through line through the whole game of like, oh, in addition to playing this whole game, I'm also collecting cards and, and that shit. I, I, yeah. I understand the appeal. I just find the experience wholly unappealing, uh, to actually play, uh, and once again, it's very funny in The Witcher when, 
when a certain character uh, dies and it says, ah, this character has died. I'll need to find another way to get his very rare super special foil stamps Charizard. Yeah. Sorry your husband died. Uh, You want to play Gwent? Hey, sorry your husband died. Where did he keep his foil stamped Charizard, though? (laughs) Where's that holographic Raichu, though? I need that for my deck. (laughs) Uh, Those features should be turned off. The game, Final Fantasy IX, does make you play uh, Tetra Master once. Yeah, because Zidane has to go to a cool card game tournament Zidane, before Zidane the has, It's literally Zane has... Z- Zane? Zane? Zane from One Direction. Right. Zidane has time to kill, so he says, I'll go to the card tournament, and it makes you play. I don't think it makes you win. No, you might. don't have to win, but it's, I did it's win still very one, funny. I did win one game completely on accident. I could not tell you how that game works. Uh, something about flat rectangles just makes my brain stop working, and I don't understand the rules. What's so fucking understand. funny about the Tetra Master part of the story is that it happens right after Queen Braun dies and yeah, Garden it, it, has to tearfully say goodbye. It's, I do like that that's uh, right, what is that, right at the end of disc two and then disc three kind of yeah brings the story to a full stop and kind of lets a little bit of time pass and I, I think that's really great. Uh, characters, you know, uh, Garnet becomes the new queen and uh, certain characters' relationships develop or change and, and uh-huh. some time passes. And I like that a lot. And it kind of gives a fake ending to the story. Uh, like, ah, peace, whatever, Bronny's ah, dead. And then, and then those fucking evil little nasty little, little jokers. Those little Cooja. crown. Those, oh, I was talking about the little clowns. Oh, 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 uh, uh, Zorn and Thorn. Zorn and Thorn, where one of them's like, I fucking love my flaming hatchet. And the other one... Love my flaming hatchet? I fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other, one's like, the other one's like, oh my god, slam a cup of Fago I must. Uh, <laughs> Magnets? Whoop. How do they work? Uh, oh, I hate those little nasty clowns. I always Zorn thought it was... Thorn, the Zorn art- Thorn, Yeah. What? You go. go ahead. Oh. Okay. Okay, I'll go. Um, when mm-hmm. I was a kid, I could never read it right. The R N. I always thought it was an M, so I thought they were Zom and Zor- Thom. Zom and Thom. I like <laughs> that Zorn and Thorn are characters that uh, every time you beat them, you're like, okay, now kill them. Just kill them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End their fucking lives, please, God. End their lives. They keep they keep causing problems, and they're like, no, don't kill me. Whoop whoop. Uh, <laughs> and for some reason, you continuously let them live, and they keep showing up and causing problems. Uh, Max, what's your third and final slapperoo? Oh yeah, your fossil uh, roo. We're talking about this game. Oh my, <laughs> my slapper fossil roo. Um, I mentioned earlier that this game is Leitmotif City. It is. Um, every character theme is remixed at some point into a different theme uh, throughout the world. Um, obviously you hear the main Final Fantasy theme a couple times, but I want to talk about the theme of this game specifically. Uh, because you've been hearing it from the very get-go. Um, it, it's that one that goes... The song is called Melodies of Life.
Ah, uh, Melodies of Life. Uh, specifically, the version is the credit song that plays after you beat the game, after you kill uh, the god of death. And he's like, oh, shit, you're cool. Goodbye. Um, but this is the version that has, like, an actual, like, vocals over it. Um, I didn't find the lyrics anywhere. I didn't look that hard, though, so that's on me. But... It's just so nice sort of hearing the, like, not full, because, again, you've been hearing Melody's life throughout the entire game, but it's very nice hearing the, like, sort of, uh, like, origin or base of it, like, just the the regular-ass Melody's the of pure, Life song. Yeah. It's the, such this, a good payoff. The melody of this is, is the same as, as Over Those Hills, right? Or Over the... Uh, other way around, uh, Over the Hills. Uh, like, uh, oh, well, yeah, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah exactly, yes. It, 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 is, it is the same. Yeah. Uh, I, there are a few times in this game where they completely forgo the MIDI, and uh, this is one of them, and it's very beautiful. Whenever, like, you put Uematsu in front of an orchestra, and he won't really do anything. I mean, he's not a conductor by trade. He writes music. No, he doesn't no. conduct it or play it. I mean, I think he does play it, but I think... What does he play? Keyboard? He plays keyboard remember. because he was in a band called the Black Mages. He was in the band, and they all died after a year. Uh, oh, no. But, I mean, um, I wish they made more music because they only made three albums, and that's so mm-hmm. prog as hell. Uh, but, like, when Uematsu's music gets the full, like, orchestra treatment... It hits. It's so fucking good every time. And this is a guy, not to just be, once again, the Uematsu cheerleader squad, because everyone always says that Uematsu is good, but, like, Uematsu has no formal training in any of this. I know, uh, it's amazing. He's just a really, he's just really good at what he does. Uh, and it's just a treat to, to hear what I would consider is, like, his music fully realized. Like, as as much as I think that you shouldn't just discount his, his compositions because they're being played on toaster middies, like, uh-huh. it, it feels like whenever, uh, you know, a big orchestra gets their hands on these these arrangements it's like this is probably what this was supposed to sound like <laughs> yeah you know um a little bit of fun nobu uematsu trivia uh that mm-hmm. i just like randomly found um so like i mentioned he had a band called uh the black mages and they disbanded after a couple albums but then he formed a band called the earthbound papas that's a fun name for a band um and 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 their first album Octave Theory they played you know they played a lot of Final Fantasy songs and songs from other Uematsu composed games but their second album is called Dancing Dad which is a reference to Dancing Mad the final boss theme of Final Fantasy VI. What a great that's incredible that, that rules that's it, right right when when it the, when when uh, Uematsu's music is pl- I played either by an orchestra or by a prog rock band yeah like it, with if the there's Black an Bates. organ somewhere in there yeah as long as there's an organ and you can fully get that fucking. Tarkus vibe that, he, that yeah. he's always going for. Like Tarkus uh, could is, be a boss in this game. Only the Travis version of Tarkus, where he's got Travis McElroy's face on it. Tarvis, Tarkus, Tarvis, Tarvis. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sounds it's, good. It's so. Th- when I first played this game, I, I actually I'll, I'll lay down my hot take about this game, which is I I I love the music in this game, but I think. And I like this game more than I like Final Fantasy VII, which are the two old school, not old school, but the two PS1 Final Fantasy music yeah, I've played. the middle era. And I like, I like Final Fantasy VII's music more only because I'm such a prog rock fan, and sure. he really, really leans into it in that game because I, I think the setting allows it a lot. I think it's right. just, this game does not, is not as conducive to prog rock as, as, as Final Fantasy VII. That being said, I think this one is better. I just don't like it as much, just because sure. it's not of the That's genre valid. that I, I like as much. Um, 
Shall we move into honorable mentions? Yes, we have our six. I'd love to hear. What, what, give me an honorable mention or two, Jordan. Okay, I've got a couple. Number one, we got to talk about... How do you feel about uh, about Prokofiev's uh, Dance of the Nights from Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> <laughs> now, what if that was a song that you could really make it clap to? Uh-huh. Uh, that's why St- Steiner's theme uh, yes. is just a piece of music that makes me laugh. And uh, he knew what he was doing. So, this co- this comment says we all grew up hating him. Then, as adults, related to him on so many levels. Do people hate? St- do pe- I'm assuming that people hate Steiner, but I I mean, I think once people again, like he's a he's a piece of shit, but he's really funny. Yeah, that's the thing. I think people hate Steiner because they played the game when they were kids, and they're like, oh, he's part of the bad guys of Alexandria, so I'm not allowed to like him. I guess. Uh, I just it's just so funny. I just think it's so funny that this is the music that they gave this big silly man. It's uh, fucking like Disney sneaking music. I know it's it's so good. Um, and then let's see what else. Oh, I want to shout out Trino. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Like Sleepless Town one. Trino. Uh, yeah. Which is uh, Trino is is a really interesting setting in the game because it's it's kind of like the sort of the nightlife district of the. It's like the world. wall market of Final Fantasy IX. Yeah, it's not, but it's not as like it's it's much less like sleazy sleaze yes. town than wall market it's it's kind of upscale uh that's where the triple tri- uh not triple triad this is where the tetra master tournament is there's a bunch of fun active time events here there's an auction where you can get some mandatory items that you really should get to yeah. get through the game uh and you got to keep going in and going out until you get the ones you want uh but i like trino because it's just like oh what if ragtime that's a genre that yes you would i love when games Fantasy. do ragtime ragtime yeah we love ragtime here uh and that's and it's just it's so odd i will say that walking around trino you got to do a lot of you spend a lot of time there so the music does kind of grate on you a bit after being there for a very long time and then last one i'll go with ooh ooh i'll go with um the uh what's it called T- the tantalus theme that's just like fucking cool jazz uh tantalus is the theater the theater troupe that yes. zidane is in at the beginning i love them they're all never trust a theater kid n- <laughs> these are cool theater kids because they like to they hate the monarchy um mm-hmm. i love tantalus I, once again the the first like hour of this game is delightful it There's is such so a much, strong intro the the part you start with the day and you, you do the the theater what's what's it called i want to be your canary is that the play yes. something like that and you you do some sword fighting uh you there's a kidnap scene the kidnap garnet uh but it's wow she wanted to be kidnapped and there's this scene where like zidane and steiner and garnet are swinging around on these like banners it's just so much fun uh and i love tantalus they're such a weird group of people uh one of them is a man with no face named blank and he's mm-hmm. got no face and he's and there's a big like a pig man i think yeah, he, he's the he's the boss um Wow, yeah, Tantalus is great, and I love their theme music. It's just funny jazz music. Yeah, it's it's what good. A, it is. It's also pretty ragtime. The piano it is, is, is very ragtime it's inspired. It's there. good. It's good shit. What do you got, Max? Um, I got so another character theme. Uh, and this one is just very very strange off the bat. It is Queenus theme. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this one is is also pretty bleepy bloopy. Um, yeah. You, you get these really these, these pounding drums, and you get a wood block. Um, and then you get just like this really weird like just 
not 8-bit or anything, but just like, these really weird MIDI, like, harsh buzzing beeps throughout it. And then you get, like, some very Metroid or Zelda-esque, like, dark choir going on the... It, it's just a very weird and wacky theme that fits whatever the, the fuck Queen of Quen's deal is. The coup, the coup only show up in this one game, right? That's not a species that ever gets... Brought um, back for it. If they show, they might show up in like Final Fantasy fourteen. But as far as I know, they're only in Final Fantasy nine. Yeah. There's one weird thing about Kino that I think is only because of uh, of the translation and the time it came out. Because uh, the Ku are like genderless. Yes. As a species, and uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that Japanese as a language doesn't really do. They don't really do pronouns. Uh-huh. in general like uh that's why there's lots of confusions about certain characters in certain games uh and what to refer to them as uh but because this game came out in the year 2000 when people didn't understand the concept of the singular they them uh whenever they refer to uh Quina as pronouns it is uh s slash slash h e yeah uh it's a bit it's a bit weird and i don't it's- yeah, it's kind of it's like you play that and you're like, okay, just you can. I don't under it's it's just I don't know why. Like in retrospect, it, it's just people did not like like I don't I don't know when that the singular they was. Introduced. Yeah, it wasn't invented until 2002. Yeah, like what was this really what they thought was the best way to translate or like to refer to a character as as genderless was s slash h e yeah. what the fuck? Uh, but oh. What uh, Queen is the a blue mage, right? Queen is a blue mage. So, you know, blue mage is a Final Fantasy staple where your magic is determined by what enemy magic you've learned. Except, uh, except, what if you also had to vor them to learn the magic in the first place? Queen has yeah. The coup are really interesting because they uh they yeah, they're they're just a very unique species of 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 strange creature. Uh, they talk in a very like broken grammar because they probably don't naturally speak the language because they're like swamp creatures. A lot of them are. A lot of them are also inexplicably chefs, which is incredible. They're all. It's like gourmand. Yeah, they, being, being a gourmand, gourmand is in your genes or something. Yeah, like like that's why Queena gains power by eating things is because mm-hmm. so they, do I. Queena, like a they very culinary. <laughs> culinary race of creatures. I don't know mm. what it is, um, but it's it's a really great uh, addition to this world. I I really like them, and yeah. Except I don't like having to get the frogs. That sucks. Oh God, who likes that? Do you have any other uh, honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, let me hit you with uh, one more. Uh, the theme of Terra, which is you go inside the planet and you find out planet's hollow and it's another planet inside the planet. Uh, it is just this really, really sad, melancholic track because you're just wandering through just a dead husk of a world that, like, you know, completely failed. And, like, you just get, like, the, these sort of chords going back and forth, like, in one ear and in the other ear. Um, it, it's just this really sort of sad pluck strings track that, like, I think it has a bassoon leading it. I, I couldn't tell if it's a string or a woodwind. Um not a whole lot to say. It's just it just fits the theme really well when you go to Terry. Like, oh, this place sucks. Yeah, not great. Oh, also, 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 also. Sorry, hmm. uh, two things, two things. Because we didn't talk about uh, we talked about overworld music. We didn't talk about the battle music. Weirdly, didn't mention it once. We didn't. Uh, it's, it's good. It's not my favorite, but it's no. good. It's it's the, it's pretty good. 
The uh, boss battle music I like a lot more than regular yeah, the music. Yeah, the like the one that's like yes, that one's good. But the the battle music in this game is is probably like it's pretty weak. I don't like the I don't like the oh, that's the Final Fantasy staple. But 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 then it's just like yeah, there's it's just nothing super super memorable about it. Uh, which is it's fine it's just not the best in the series yeah. uh and then i but i what i do love is i do love uh ukulele de chocobo yeah uh, which is like what if this is like uh <laughs> the chocobo theme that you would upload to youtube if you're a theater kid in your bedroom and you only own a ukulele <laughs> yeah <laughs> and this is this is your like audition tape yeah, I, I want to. I want to be the OK Ghost next member. I'm gonna be in Pentatonics, and my name is, uh, is Steiner. My name is Steiner, and I'm a theater kid. Let me sing the Chocobo theme on my ukulele. Uh, alternatively, ukulele to Chocobo is the Chocobo theme that plays during like a corporate <laughs> presentation where there's like a hand drawing on a whiteboard, and it's like, here at Alexandria Kingdom, we will be innovating our synergy by making our castle be a big monster. Do you want to hear something that's going to blow your mind about? Um, so there's a reason why the Chocobo themes are called Aloha de Chocobo and Ukulele de Chocobo. Mm-hmm. The game was developed in Hawaii. It was the whole game? Really? The game was developed in Hawaii as a compromise to developers living in the United States. That's fact. Huh. That makes, Isn't that I cool? Mean, that, that actually makes a lot of sense because, because Hawaii is kind of... In the middle-ish between Japan and and uh, yeah. and the U.S. and I know that uh, Hawaii has a just like a ton of Japanese people who go there yeah. on vacation and and also to live there. So that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that, that's so our very, fun fact very, of the day. Very, very sensible to develop a game yeah. in Hawaii if it's a split between those two countries. Uh, interesting. Yeah, that's that. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, uh, is it time to decide now, Jordan? It's time to decide. So, we have, I brought Crossing Those Hills, Black Mage Village, and Airship Hildegard. And I brought, um, let me pull my list up one more time. I brought, uh, Festival of the Hunt. I brought Aoife Tree. And I brought... Please, Max, Mel- call it Hunter's Chance. Hunter's Chance, you're right. Hunter's Chance. I brought Aoife Tree, and I brought Melodies of Life. Melodies of Life. Uh, the fun thing about this is that Final Fantasy IX is so new to me that I don't know. I don't know the classics, and I'm sure that there are people who are like, "I can't believe you didn't bring Kuja's theme." Or uh, like, whatever. Oh, I don't want to talk about that yeah. pervert. It's, it's a yeah, fine we theme. Don't, we don't want to talk about. It, it is nice as a piano. Good, whatever. Uh, I think I, I think I got my choice, but let's see. Yeah. Okay, I got it. All right, ready? All right. One, two, three. Crossing, crossing those hills. hills. Got to cross yeah. those hills. All right. It's been Fuck a while yeah. since we've like got it in one, I think. Yeah, I like that. It's always good when we don't have to have any sort of compromise between us. Yeah, we don't have to discuss it. No, it just fits the game so well. It is like, it has weird MIDI, like most of the tracks, but at the same time, it has this really nice sense of mystery and adventure to it. And it's just like this very relaxing, uh, calm tone that really fits most of the vibe of the game until yeah. things get really, really bad later on. Yeah. But, you know. It's 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 just very it's 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 very nice, uh, and and one of the bad things about moving around via Chocobo is that you don't get to hear it anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like crossing this. I think I think I'm perfectly happy with that. 
Yeah. Good. Next, what what are we what are we gonna be doing? Tell me what we're doing next. Do we do questions first, and then I tell you what we're doing next? I think we do. We have a Twitter at Slappers Only Pod, where you could send us questions, comments, pics of your own, hot concerns. takes, concerns. Hey, why didn't you pick Kuja's theme? I'm really concerned about that. Fuck you. Fuck I don't you. know that. I don't know anything uh, except I'm that I'm objectively baby. correct about our p- picks. Our um, Discord role says so. We have one question this Just week. Just a one. From Nick Arvern, at Nick Arvern on Twitter, who says, Which character is going to slap this week, and why is it Steiner? And I'll say to you what I said to Max, which is, Steiner doesn't make it clap. He's a whole damn round of applause. Steiner makes more noise when he takes off his armor. Just Steiner's <laughs> walking. It, like, the armor muffles his tremendous thunderous cheeks. When Steiner goes from a walk to a run, it's like a slow clap happening. It, it, it's people think thunder's rolling in when Steiner moves faster than a walk. He he could fit an entire library on that shelf. Steiner casts earthquake without knowing any magic. <laughs> you could use Steiner as a source of shade in the summer just by <laughs> just sitting near him. I I cannot even describe this the this man's bonk a bonk. It's <laughs> unbelievable. They gave him. They gave him a big fat juicer. They made him look like they made him look like Jerma dump truck emoji. He it's, he looked like he looks like Palpatine from that one frame of Star Wars where his holograms all wobbly. Star Platinum wishes that he could have what Steiner has. I can't even believe it should not be legal to give a character what they gave Steiner. Mm-hmm. It's so much. It's so much. I love him though. He leads the Knights of Pluto because he's truly planetary size. You know what I don't like. You know what I don't like about uh, Final Fantasy Nine huh. uh, is that there's the like Knights of Pluto that Steiner leads, and then Beatrix, who's incredibly cool, incredibly yes. rad. Uh, she has her own knights, and they're like sexy ladies. Oh, what if? What if they all were just wearing regular undies in their Ray bottom fruit. half? Look at I also, I also am not a. I'm really not a fan of the extremely tight pants that Garnet is wearing, only because she is a child, and I, I wish that maybe she just put on like some jeans or something. Let yeah, Steiner give, re- give Steiner Garnet's pants. <laughs> what if Garnet was wearing like basketball shorts? Honestly, though, <laughs> Dagger S- loves. Same like, with Aiko. Aiko, Aiko has a really wild design. Uh. I don't think that she's. I don't know what you're trying to tell me about Aiko because Aiko is like four, I four years old. Uh, no, I'm just saying it's weird that like she has this weird like sort of baggy I mean, she does have that weird like and then like a skin tight, tight jumpsuit, jumpsuit on the inside. Yeah, stop that it. Is, it's very odd. Uh, but I think that what should happen is the dagger garnet is like I'm gonna be dagger now. Now please give me some cool, easy to move in like basketball shorts. Uh, mm-hmm. And like a and like a t shirt to wear yeah. instead of the thing that I'm wearing because everyone's gonna recognize her clothes exactly uh, and just cutting her hair isn't enough no what I, I the thing I really do like about Aiko's design is her like weird glove sleeve hand things yeah um and the fact that she is perpetually making knife cat face 
Those yeah, because she is I, Knife Cat. She is Knife Cat, and I think that's good about her. And I also always forget that she has, like, a, a little unicorn horn up there, which is Oh, important. man, I just found an image of Aiko. So, Aiko, if you ever played World of Final Fantasy, it's, like, a sort of best of Final Fantasy, where it's, like, it's half Pokemon, half Final Fantasy, and all the characters are sort of, like, chibified. And, like, look at this image of Aiko from the game. She just looks the same. Like, I mean, she doesn't yeah, look any just different. Kinda, that is just kind of how Aiko looks. Let's see. Yeah, that is. I do. She really is making knife cat face. She really is. She makes like she makes colon three face all the time. It's funny, uh, but yeah, I don't really understand what's happening with her outfit. Uh, no, she's a bit much. Very, very young. Rex from Xenoblade Two has the exact same outfit. Surprisingly, mm. he has uh, weird, like double you know pants. what else is funny about Final Fantasy Nine is that I believe in the original game you could change the characters' names, but in the remakes, if you they had to stop that because if you do it, it breaks the game. Um, and I only know that because when you get it for Game Pass, it tells you not to change the characters' names or the game will break, which you can't do. So I'm assuming that they, like, patched out the ability to fuck the game up and break it forever. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's why, uh, what's it, uh, like... <laughs> what is the, what is that, that meme image from, from Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy Seven where it's, like, Sephiroth and it says, like... Oh, I don't remember. I can't remember what it says. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Oh, I don't remember. Never mind. Ah, I'm just gonna end it. It's it's just it's just someone playing Final Fantasy, and they named their character something funny. Oh God, I know what you're talking. It's like Ass Man and something else. It's like it's like on the yeah. tip of my brain. Ah, <sighs> oh well. I, I know what you're thinking about, and I know it's funny. Here's a thought. Here's something that I here's huh. something that I think they should do for the next Final Fantasy game, because. In the original series, you could name anyone anything. Yes. yes? Yep. You had, like, I think f- only four letters per character in the very, very original. Wow. Uh, but my point is, is that one thing you don't get control over is the name of the villain. No. Oh, you, you would if it was a Pokemon rival situation, you mean. Exactly. Like, what if you could make the villain have whatever name you want? And it was just I like, like that. that would be like, what if I could make Sephiroth's name like Chicken Nugget or something? <laughs> it's just something really funny. That's that's funny. That's a referent. Um, I'd like that. Uh, that would be funny. And and that would be good. I'd like that. Let Games that let you games that let you create your own villain. And I could make my villain the Brickster from Lego Island. And and he will be the one that I fight in the final <laughs> boss. Good. Dude, the Brickster, the Brickster. Is one of the most evil villains of he's, all time. He's so fucking rude. You ever order a really spicy pizza to melt your jail cell and then cause havoc over the island? <laughs> hey, Max. I'm going uh-huh. to my favorite website. I'm going to... No! Oh, yes! No! Is he not there? No! no! He, has a, he has an account, but it doesn't tell me all of his crimes. It, 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 well, that's no! the sign. You have to do it yourself. You have to fill it in. You have to tell yeah, the world. Because you gotta make his. you got to make his villains wiki account brick by brick. <laughs> Damn it, that sucks. Oh, I wanted to see, like, how much genocide the Brickster did. <laughs> yeah, bodily mutilation. <laughs> ah. Jailbreak. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, with okay. that disappointment, let's let's cheer me up, Max. What are we playing? What okay, are we doing Jordan. So, uh, it's, assuming this episode goes up tomorrow from when we're recording this, which would be June 26th, mm-hmm. maybe. That would be exactly one month before the two-year anniversary of this game. Okay. We're doing an RPG oh, no. uh, this week, and like, we're doing like an RPG a, like next a, week. Like a, like a good RPG or like a bad RPG, Max? Oh, like uh, yeah, RPGs. You know, you can stick a letter on top of RPGs, and it means different things, right? I'm like thinking about what RPGs came out two years ago. 
You got, you got your JRPGs, you got your WRPGs, yeah, Western yeah. RPGs, you got your your CRPGs. Uh, I don't remember what that one stands for. Computer I was RPGs. Gonna say, it, it, I was going to say, why is JRPG not, but but not, you, they usually just call Western RPGs RPGs. But then I remembered that, like, JRPGs were based on, like, Dungeons and Dragons and shit like that. So mm-hmm. kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you have your ARPGs. Um, what are and ARPGs? Then you, have your, then you have your TRPGs. TRPGs. What is a and TRPG? The, the, the T in TRPG stands for tactics. Oh, no. Um, oh, yes. Oh, no, Max. I don't know what that... I, I played one of... Oh, okay. I, pl- I think I played that game, maybe. I know you played that game, Jordan. Oh, uh, boy. So next episode, we're going to be joined by oh, uh, my friend and yours... My, my 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 good friend Sarah McCostumes yeah! from across the pond. We're gonna be talking about Fire Emblem Three of them. Yay! Three houses. Damn, your dad lets you. Your mom lets you have three houses. <laughs> There's five houses in the game. There are five houses. Both of like in Dignity houses. and Fair Verona where we lay our scene. Yeah, there's no dignity in this fucking monastery. No di- tell there you really what. is. If you play if you play Fire Fire Emblem Three Houses, you have lot three houses but zero dignity. Exactly. You walk in if anyone look, if I was playing like if I was playing like fucking Yakuza doing like the horny mini games that those games always have where it's like I'm in a swimsuit and I'm gonna jiggle at you. If someone walked in on me doing that, playing that, I'd be less embarrassed than if someone walked in on me, like, <laughs> having a tea, tea party, with your students, having tea party with my students and like, oh, I can look at her neck and I can, yeah. and it sparkles when I look at her neck and she goes, oh, s- professor, Ooh, professor, I'd be less <laughs> embarrassed if someone walked in on, on Yakuza Jiggle minigame for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Get excited. Okay. We're talking about I a fun excited. game. It is a, it is it is it is a fun game. I was shocked when I enjoyed that game. Uh-huh. Shocked Despite the negative my, press, it's good. Shocked to my core when I had a <laughs> fucking second of fun playing that game. Yeah, well, it is pretty good. I've, I've never, I've broken. only, I've only played it once. I, I don't know if I could bring myself to, to. No, yeah, like, don't, don't play a full fucking route. Just listen to the soundtrack in the next two weeks. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I have it in me to finish Black Eagles, but I did like Blue Lions. We'll, we'll talk about it. We did already do an entire podcast about Final Fan, or about Final Fantasy Three Houses with Sarah. Uh, so it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll probably retread try to get our old ground. We'll talk about what if to do war wraparounds. Uh, we'll <laughs> talk about all kinds of things. Yeah. Well, you, so some, some things are so important. You have to talk about them multiple times. Yeah. Just to make sure it sticks. Well, thank you all very much for listening. I can't wait for that. That's going to be good. That, yeah. game has some, that game has some good ass music in it, actually. Mm-hmm. Despite, despite, despite negative press. Uh-huh. Uh, Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, plugs. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bradipus Rex. Uh, probably gonna be. I got. I got job. I'm probably gonna be locking down my Twitter at some point. So uh, I, I'll I'm, I'm saluting you. I'll still be posting. Uh, and you can follow me, and I'll I'll add you. But I'll probably be locking it down at some point soon. Uh, so follow me at Bradipus Rex. Uh, you can listen to my two other podcasts. One of them is about Kyle X Y. It's called Kyle X Y? Question mark question mark's important and then you can listen yes. to kamarocha radio yakuza replay podcast that i do with argyle who's on pot of greed he's on uh wow cool robot uh for now and that one's good we're yeah, a few weeks out from finishing yakuza 2 yakuza 2 and two. that's fun so tune in for that it's gonna be good it's gonna be good um 
I'm Max. You can go to twitter.com slash MaxiBajillion, see all my stuff. Uh, like Jordan mentioned, one of my shows is called Wow Cool Robot. It is a show where we're talking about G Gundam currently. We're halfway ah, through G-Gundam. it. The uh, show's really good. It's Dragon Ball Z now. That's on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. Uh, and my other shows, I have Yu Gi Oh! I wa- Pot of Greed is what it's called. I don't know why everyone's small. My brain is like, yeah, yeah you, you should call it Yu Gi Oh! It is Yu Gi Oh! You've really taken ownership of Yu Gi Oh! Yeah, well, I mean, Konami, we can't fucking trust that company as far as we can Honestly, throw it. Honestly, though. So it's we've, ours we've now. Li- I think we literally had this conversation, like, last week about, oh, you called it Yu-Gi-Oh! And then I said, I said uh, like, if you or specifically Elliot got your hands on Yu-Gi-Oh! to ma- just own it, it would be good for the brand. But I think yeah. we, we've literally had this conversation before on this podcast. So. Yeah. Um, that's on Twitter. Slappers don't. No, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. That's on Twitter at uh, Pot of Greed. Oh, my brain is falling apart. Um, and my third show is Slappers Only, which you're listening to right now. Very good. Uh, we are hosted by the Noise Space Podcast Network, a great we network. Are. At no- Noisepace.xyz is the uh, is the URL for that website, and there's so many great podcasts on there. Uh, which good ones are there? They're oh, they're all good. <laughs> which ones are good and which ones are bad? <laughs> That's what we, we're going to we decide. decide. Uh, fuck, fuck, uh, Jurgen. I hate that podcast. Um, that was a joke. I'm, I was on that one. Yeah, no, it's good. Listen to that I'm one too. Thinking, I'm just uh, making sure. Uh, and let's see. There's uh, Sonic <laughs> Shuffle. There's video games, the movie, the podcast is a new one. Uh, video games, the movie, the podcast is that I think the newest noise space yeah. entry. Uh, you can listen to fear baiting. You can listen to uh, uh, Element OP, which is about elementary. Yeah, Henry Kissner's Pokemon going to die just put out a new episode recently. Zero to zero is coming at uh, coming at you with a <laughs> unfortunately Superman episode coming up soon. That should be incredibly good. All great. Noisepace.xyz for all those shows. Check them out. Thank mm-hmm. you, Matt, for letting us be on your network. That's it for this week. We will be back next week. No, next episode with Fire Emblem. Three of them. Can't Fire wait. Emblem. Fire Emblem. Don't let these teens die. Fire, Fire, Fire Emblem em- Private School. Fire Emblem. I. We're Catholic in this one. Fire Emblem Stacked Pope. Mm. What did I call her in the oh oh right? I called her Archbishop Thickums. Archbishop right. Thickums. Yeah. N- n- let it be known, still can't hold a candle to Steiner. No, absolutely not. Though I will say that if Archbishop Thickums and Steiner reproduced, oh, if they if their genes got combined, I don't even know what would happen. W- no, whoever wins, we lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do we say at the end of this episode? Yeah, ask not for whom the track slaps. It slaps, it claps for thee. It claps for thee. Lally ho! Lally ho! Love's lost refrain